Lele, los políticos corruptos de Chile. Chi, chi, chi. Lele, los políticos corruptos de Chile. We're so happy to be here. We're so happy to be hanging out with you. Um, we did a show, and uh, as we always do a show, because this is the series finale the podcast. podcast. The only podcast in America, and maybe possibly the world, where three Boston comedians named us <laughs> watched the final episode to a television series we've never even seen. I'm Zach. I'm Jack. I'm John Paul. Mm-hmm. And if you want to hear us talk about pilots, go to patreon.com slash series finale where we have bonus episodes once we a week. We just talk about Sully the whole time. <laughs> it's our Sully deep dive <laughs> podcast where we, we're actually deep into Sully's genealogy now. So yeah. um, next month we're going to talk about his sixth great grandfather, <laughs> Sully Sullyman. And it, ironically, it turns out he is descended from some of the goose that he hit and almost <laughs> killed everyone with that plane with. Did you guys watch the movie Sully? No. It sucks so bad. They shouldn't have made a it's movie. It's terrible. Out. It's just. Just flight is bad, and it's worse than flight. Flight was about a drunk pilot, right? Yeah, flight which was made like me think that Sully was drunk, but that's, yeah, that's I think not that happened what happened. To a lot right? of people, they assumed that like yeah, a lot of people think Sully is Denzel Washington because yeah. those happened at the same time. No, I'm not kidding. I thought Sully was a degenerate drug addict, and <laughs> and he, the reason that he was in that situation he just was comes out. He's just a super nice guy, I think. Yeah, also and it was birds. Fucking amazing that he s- he landed that plane. It's legendary. It, it's so cool. I think any one of us could have done it. <laughs> Did s- does Sully still fly? I do feel like he should have gotten immediate permanent retirement. I don't know. I, I think he's still he's still. Would kicking. you feel comfortable flying on a plane? Sully like? got laid off during the COVID crisis. <laughs> he didn't have enough seniority. <laughs> would you feel comfortable flying on a plane with Sully? I would. I'd feel more comfortable than every other pilot because mm. he's the only pilot I know who's landed a crash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody died, right? Nobody died. Wait, there might have been like a heart attack or something. Right. But okay. while well, the swan died. That's tr- the bird. Di- I think the bird was dead. <laughs> so he should be he's in prison. He's got a little bit of blood you on his head. You know somewhere out there there are like PETA people who believe that Sully is evil because of the death <laughs> of those geese and he never should have gotten an, an, a movie. Planes shouldn't exist. Yeah, right, because they kill birds. I think they're probably... They're not good, but you know what? Mm-hmm. I've ridden them. Well, when Sully was guiding that plane down to the Hudson River, he was in what people would call a tense situation, which is what the star p- protagonist of this show find himself in quite a bit. Yeah, the we're talking show. About, we're talking about the final sh- episode of El Presidente. El Presidente, which is a very well-received, like internationally and in the United States, miniseries about the FIFA corruption scandal of 2015. There were a lot of people involved from many different countries. This follows on this follows Carlos Hadaway, who was the Checho, p- Checho, who was the president of the uh, Chilean Football Association and he and was it's Sergio. 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 And it's confusing to me because like I watched this episode I restarted parts because we watched. I watched an English dub and it was. Yeah. It the came off so weird. I was trying to put on the subtitles, so I watched this show. I really paid attention. I looked stuff up, and I still just know it's a corruption scandal. I don't know what specifically 
he did. Is it a true story? So it's a true story, but there was a lot of artistic license with oh, this. The okay. FIFA corruption scandal in 2015 was a huge deal. And, and that's it's basically just America got pissed, right? Well, America wanted in on Copa America, which yeah. is like the Euro Cup. All the Europeans play each other. Mo- yeah. Many Americans, many white Americans are even familiar with that. If you're a Latino, you probably know about Copa America, which is all the countries of South and Central America play. Yeah, through. why only play in that? Because it's South and Central. In 2016, we did for the Copa America Centenario of 2016, which was the year after this show happened, but mm-hmm. it's its placement is discussed. They p- they did it in America, and I went to three games, and it was super fun. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. And, and how did uh, America do in the... Not good. We're not a good team. I forget <laughs> who won. Chile Chile was good. They won in 2015, which is why Sergio was kind of popular, even though... And they sent it to Qatar, right? They sent the 2022 World Cup to Qatar, which is in- insanity. Yeah. They had to move... The game is usually... The tournament's usually in June... It will now be in December in order <laughs> to accommodate the heat. It yes. will play in outdoor air-conditioned stadiums. It's hilarious. And, uh, I mean, the big stuff I've heard is just that uh, the government in Qatar is, like, apparently using just tons of slave labor, slave labor mm-hmm. to build the stadiums. And nobody seems to give a fuck. People love the game, you know. It's a beautiful game. Bill Clinton is bizarrely in this program. I when I saw the, I was on board immediately when <laughs> I saw our boy Bill Billy Clint. Billy was in it. Bill Clinton was in it. He was. I don't know that this part is true. So like, so much of this show goes in and out of reality and fantasy and flashback and forward. Non-reliable narrators. People, different people telling the story, and when who tells the story, the story changes. Right. And so kinda, they, that was cool. They like that. said that the 2015 meeting. The delegation for the United States was camp was like led by Bill Clinton from his hotel room. Yeah, that's extremely bizarre to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know why. Okay, if Bill Clinton showed up here. Right. And tried to muscle us out of our podcast. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, okay, it's Bill Clinton. I have to do it. I'd be like, why is Bill Clinton here? <laughs> like, what is Bill Clinton? Just trying to have a good time. <laughs> Just handing out vegan pork sliders. I just want to smoke a bat with you boys. Well, I would definitely smoke a cigar with Bill Clinton. That would be a thrilling experience. What if you were? I mean, what if you were watching some amazing international soccer while you did it? That would be really fun. That would be sweet. What if it was kind of a soggy cigar? I mean, if he wanted to smoke <laughs> one of those, that would be fine. But I would prefer to smoke something wrapped. Why don't you just take still? a puff? Just take a puff. <laughs> what if you got HPV from a cigar smoke? <laughs> from that would be insane. With Bill Clinton. What yeah. If, yeah. What if you? Uh, what if you got like H? Yeah. What if it caused throat cancer, like Michael Douglas from a cigar? That would be terrible. I would be. I. I kind of wish I didn't bring it up. Actually, yeah. it so it would be Poor so bad. You know what else I learned about recently? Tongue cancer. Which the, Michael Douglas, they originally, he did have tongue cancer. They said throat cancer first. Ooh. Because throat cancer you can kind of cure, but it's still brutal. But tongue cancer, you can end up with a removed tongue, which is like. Then you like, if, that, I am, I am. I don't even I think am. you no. could do that, dude. I don't think you could do you can I really don't do think nothing. you would be able to speak again. I, I think that would be one of the ones if you woke up after an accident and you were paralyzed. You're like, okay, okay, this is horrifying. This yeah, is awful, yeah. but I can still talk to people. I can still do some stuff. This is really bad. If you woke up blind, you're like, okay, there are other blind people. If you woke up with no tongue, you, you that might be the mo- that might be the worst of all to play oppression Olympics in tragic uh, accidents. <laughs> that that's pretty bad. On uh, Game of Thrones, one of the major characters, Sir Ilan Payne, he's he uh, his tongue was removed and he has he never speaks. He can't speak. What a great role for an actor. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, well, you might just you might not get a. You might get paid nothing. Yeah, hey, you might you always be a always be an extra. <laughs> Making him one sixty a day. He's there for fourteen hour shoots. <laughs> um, yeah, this show is tough for me because it was subtitled but dubbed poorly. And um, yeah, did you? How did you watch it? Did you watch the? I didn't watch the dub. I wa- I, I only watched subtitles. I watched the dub, and it made it con- confusing the because the dub is more confusing. Than yeah, because the subtitles were, because the dub was like the dub was cornier too. I felt like a lot of the jokes were missed in the dub. I felt like if I if I knew Spanish, I would have enjoyed it. I more. agree, and they, it separates the facial expression. It's two different actors playing the same person, yeah. so there's just a disconnect there. Yeah, hmm. and that, that's why I kind of didn't like it. I thought it was very disjointed. I don't like dub movies. I saw two dub movies while I was in Brazil. Yeah, I saw Maleficent. They only dub <laughs> like blockbusters, which so I I don't <laughs> know how. Maleficent, how was it? Was it was a crazy movie to see in a dub. <laughs> and then I saw that John. Uh, Green movie with Ansel Elgort, The Fault in Our Stars. I saw that dubbed. That was still a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I really uh, enjoy shows and media that is like this. That is about a stupid guy who gets himself into a bad situation. Way too deep. And it just keeps getting worse. The more you try to fix it, like the, cl- the, big, the classic example for me is Fargo. This yeah, reminds yeah. me of Fargo where a guy does something stupid and then trying to get out of it, it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse until it's they're over. getting until they're getting r- screaming in a hotel room, like getting dragged out by the cops. How crazy was his hairline? That is the <laughs> oddest hairline I've ever seen. Yeah, I could bald on top. I could not tell though if he actually had hair and they put a bald cap on. But because his know. hairline in the back, he has a traditional bishop's cap, a traditional balding bishop's cap, but it comes up like past the crown of his head. Mm. It's <clears> really, really strange. You know what was also was confusing about this was he's about to be extradited. It seems that everyone knows in the country that he's about to be extradited. Dude, what I didn't get either, this guy's in Chile. What crime did he commit against the United States? And how does the FBI have the authority to be running around undercover arresting people? Hey, you know, this is one of the things that happens when you watch just the last episode, I guess. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> We're like, it was confusing. It has <laughs> honestly been a while, though, since we've been confused by a program. It's I feel like they're mostly usually you we can follow. Yeah, that's a good point. This was like he did something. I don't know what it was. Embezzling money, I assume. Well, he murders a person at the end. He murders a federal agent. <sighs> Then it turns out at the end, oh, those two narrators like that didn't actually happen. He didn't murder anyone. Yeah, it's oh. com- super confusing, dude. Right. There's a stabbing, but maybe there was never a stabbing. Yeah, yeah. and I actually really like that because, like, uh, like uh, I, I used to uh, was a tour guide, a historical tour right. guide, and people always want to be like, "What's the real history?" And I think well, I always think like, "How many things now?" When you hear about them, are you like, well, maybe it happened like that? None you know? of it's real history. Yeah. So I mean, even that, when you look at history, hundreds of years later, you can you only can have like a general idea. A lot of times, you're going off of like you know, primary documents, which are like really great for history, and that's people like this is what you want. But that's just somebody telling a story. Can and you it could imagine be true how confused untrue. people will be in a hundred years when like. What happened on December 3rd? Okay, Joe Biden went to a doctor's appointment because he sprained an ankle. Uh, no, he was actually interned at Guantanamo Bay <laughs> under investigation. <laughs> and they're going to be like, well, what really happened? He's like, they're both written down, two primary sources. <laughs> it is going to get p- confusing. That's the thing. These people that who are asking you, it's like, dog, you don't even believe reality. Like, what What are you going to want me to say? That's amazing. In the, in the distant future, people will have primary memes. 
<laughs> They'll have the original meme. They'll have primary memes that will be used in doctorate research. They will be doing meme analysis in schools, certainly. That actually sets itself up perfectly for a meme minute. For El Presidente. I like yeah. saying El Presidente. It's nice. It's powerful. El Presidente. Oh, I got one. Is this Isn't that guy? what uh, the por- what Portnoy? Dave Portnoy calls himself El Presidente. I, l- I mean, I don't like Dave Portnoy, but I like that. Yeah. I, it's kind of bad. It's, it's also... A nickname that he gave himself 15 years Hilarious. ago. Hilarious. <laughs> and it, it worked. <laughs> El Presidente. Sort of he also, um, okay, so I got a good meme for the meme minute. Um, the, the, what is this even butterfly guy? Yes. Uh, the guy who's sitting is an American dude. He's looking at the butterfly. It's two guys playing football. Oh. Is this even soccer? Ooh, okay. I like, it. I like okay. that. I like that. Let me see here. Um, that was a good act out of that meme, too. If you were watching the live feed, I was holding my hand up in front <laughs> of my face. I got one. Sweating superhero. Sweating superhero. And it's the Harris, the FBI agent, female mm-hmm. FBI agent. One button says, go topless in the scene. The other one says, keep a shirt on. Can't decide. Oh, yeah. Right. Remember Harris had, has the scene where she's like in a shirt, but it's like, it's like her breasts are so close to visible. It's crazy. You yeah, remember this? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she's yeah. like in that. She throws her phone, but like she's wearing a shirt, but it's like open you, and like pulled to the sides. Do you think that was a character choice or that the the, the actor made? Or I think the character design? was supposed to be in a burka and she was adamant about showing breasts. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like she had beautiful breasts. Yeah, she was pretty. I liked her. Here's my here's what I mean. Minute. I think you guys are gonna Nene? like this meme. Yeah. Wandering eye boyfriend. Hell yes. The boyfriend is. Inter- international foreign language okay. media. The girlfriend is subtitles. English mm. subtitles. Okay. The wa- the wandering eye English dub. Oh, oh yes. A wandering eye boyfriend. Oh no no no! I've got a better one. Um, SpongeBob, right? Yep. El Presidente's hairline. I I'm gonna add really out. good. Oh, AOC in the SUV, rock driving. Hey, AOC, I heard you're a big fan of El President <laughs> Day. And she, AOC, actually, I just like regular president, not El President. Okay, I've got a better version of that. I bet you do. Can I get a, yeah, not a better version. I hate no, you can I say I better. I smirch. Mine was better, not good. <laughs> okay. Uh, AOC in the SUV, The Rock Driving. The Rock Driving asks AOC, hey, do you, have you seen a El Presidente? AOC, he I actually hate Barstool and got in a fight with El President on Twitter last year. Nice. AOC, good. looking back in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> AOC in the SUV. Rock driving. AOC, have you ever been to Chile? AOC, yeah, but I prefer the 99. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. the best one. Yes, yes. That was really good. We'll end it there. That's a good one. Um, okay, but I've actually, th- I love his wife. His wife, Nene? Is, yeah, Nene is super. What beautiful. do you mean? You think she's beautiful because in the thing she's kind of holding him hostage. This, like she's threatening. There's a lot of threats. Nene w- is a victim of abuse. Yeah, physical abuse. Unreliable narrator. I I <laughs> normally always Doesn't we, trust we don't women. know that that's true based on this. He said, "Oh, actually, no. He says we, it was one time. Yeah, he says <laughs> one but time. But the son, we this was actually it, it was something you never expect. 
the son took the side of his father in the abuse case, but then it turns out Sergio is not even the biological father of this kid, <laughs> yeah. but he still thought that the mother was making up the abuse to pit the children against the father. Because mm. he still loved the kids, even though he wasn't the biological father. And he had, and his house was crazy. He had like this huge, I thought yeah, it was he had, cool. He had this huge, giant metal gate outside the house. It just looked yeah. like a beautiful what house. What was his job? President of the Chilean Football Association. Oh. That's so, and how much money is he worth, do you think? Dude, probably a lot of money because the president of the U.S. Football Association, Carlos Cordero, like these are big jobs. Mm-hmm. You're in charge of both the men's and women's soccer team. So, so you honestly, have to keep Hope Solo in line? You have to keep. That'd be dangerous. <laughs> but, the, but the U.S. Good women's luck. soccer team has had such a high-profile campaign for a, a new contract that is in the, in the public image reflects so poorly on U.S. soccer that I think it'd be it's not an enviable job to be president of the U.S. Soccer Association. Right, Chile. It, it seemed like he had a pretty good deal. I'll tell you one thing: we wrote root for both teams when we do it root comes for both to teams. the World Cup. Um, in fact, I root more for the women's team in the World Cup because I kind of root for the Portuguese men's team, but I don't yeah. root for the Portuguese women's I team. I root for Ghana. I love Ghana. Ghana's a great team. They have a lot of great <laughs> runs. Yeah. I've actually had an experience before where I uh, was a cooperating witness with the feds. Really? Yes. You had that experience? I did. I was working with the feds in 2020. They had caught me running an illegal kindergarten boxing ring. I was making hundreds of dollars a month live streaming kids fighting each other. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Kindergartners? Yeah, yeah, very tough kids. The feds caught me when I posted an Instagram of me and the champion five-year-old El Diablo de Bebe. El Diablo de Bebe. He had won 15 matches in a row, and I was super proud of him. The feds <laughs> broke into the kindergarten though and arrested 30 children and me. Some of the kids tried to run but were gunned down. The <laughs> feds. <laughs> The feds interrogated me for hours, assuming that there was more than just fighting going on. But I assured them I I ran a clean gym. <laughs> they decided that I could be useful in taking down a bigger fish who they believe was in possession of thousands of guns. But more importantly, millions of fake YouTube subscribers. It's a huge deal. I consider that a personal <laughs> attack. They wanted me to train El Diablo de Bebe to fight Logan Paul. Ooh. And hope that this would give the feds direct access to his house. Me and El Diablo de Bebe <laughs> made videos. <I> love that name. <laughs> made videos calling him Logan, calling calling Logan Paul out, saying he fought like a woman and was a cracker honky. <laughs> Logan decided to accept the challenge because he preferred to fight people half his size, and El Diablo de Bebe was a little bigger than Nate Robinson. <laughs> wow, this is a big baby. <laughs> but he figured it would be a decent challenge to fight someone with some wins. The night of the fight. <laughs> They inserted a camera into my anus, <laughs> and I was supposed to run into Logan Paul's locker room and pretend to shit my pants and bend over and take photos of Logan in the nude so they could blackmail him. <laughs> it was a little convoluted. Unfortunately, I never got to Logan's locker room, and he knocked out El Diablo de Bebe in the first round, killing him. Whoa! Yeah, El Diablo de Bebe. <laughs> El Diablo de Bebe died in the ring the way he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. I love El Diablo de Bebe. I'd love to see El Diablo His come back. first and last words were, no. <laughs> no mas. No mas. No mas. I was also a high-ranking official with uh, corruption scandal. I was a high-ranking member of the Portuguese-Brazilian Futsal League of Southeastern Massachusetts. Futsal is a game of soccer played indoors on a basketball court with a heavier ball. Hmm. Portuguese and Brazilian Americans would play futsal against each other in high school gymnasiums throughout Massachusetts. 
Other people were allowed to join, but no one ever tried because they had never heard of futsal. <laughs> However, it was fairly lucrative. As treasurer of the league, I would rent out the gyms and then charge a low cover of $5. I had initially hoped that by packing the gym on low ticket prices, I could make a ton of money off of concessions. But due to the high number of line cooks and dishwashers in the Portuguese and Brazilian communities, no one was hungry at the game because they had all been having very extensive tailgates on George Foreman grills <laughs> in the parking lot before <laughs> and after the game started. <laughs> I needed to find a way to get this money back, so I started offering free lottery tickets to anyone who bought a hot dog inside. Although my hot dogs were American hot dogs, which created a riff with the Brazilians, the lottery tickets were flying like hotcakes. I was buying books of scratchies every Sunday before games, and we ended up having multiple jackpot winners. This spawned an investigation of the FBI. The FBI eventually saw that there was no foul play with the lottery, but they wanted me to name any trans athletes who may be breaking futsal <laughs> rules at the request of Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard for her new legislation. I tried to explain to the FBI that we had trans male athletes, trans female athletes, cis female athletes, and cis male athletes, and non-binary athletes, and they all played together, and our group had no restrictions on gender. This was quite literally a beer league meant to sell lottery tickets and chicken tenders, <laughs> and gender restrictions did not matter. The FBI really did not like that answer and arrested me on suspicion of crossing the border illegally because I was speaking Portuguese at the time, even though I was born in America. <laughs> wow. Oh. Did you get charged? They didn't even bother with the trial. They just sent me back. <laughs> they said due to COVID, they couldn't squeeze in the trial, so they just sent me back. <laughs> they were busy do, uh, doing Trump's lawsuits yeah. that could fit you in? I had a similar situation where I ended up being an informant for the feds. Really? Yeah. In 1985, I was living in Boston and working for the Massachusetts State Athletic Commission. My job was pretty menial and low-paying. I was assigned to take measurements of boxers' reach, height, <laughs> and weight for official stack keeping. I would drive to their houses and have the fighters strip nude so I could get the most accurate number on their height, weight, and the length of their arms. It was a demanding job requiring hours of driving and the stress of convincing pro fighters to get naked, often in their garage. I needed a change. I petitioned hard to get a sweet new job opening. Now I would no longer be measuring the bodies of boxers. I would be measuring the bodies of NBA players drafted to the Boston Celtics. Nice. In June of 1986, I was very excited to attend, my first, to attend my first NBA draft as an official of the MSAC. I was even more excited when the Celtics, my home team, selected Len Bias. Oh, my God. Len was very easy to convince oh no. to strip nude as I took his measurements and a few secret pictures from my own collection. Oh, God. Len <laughs> what are you saying oh, God, for? Sorry, You sorry. killed a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Len, Len and I were laughing and joking around. Uh, Len and I were laughing and joking around. I did the classic, can you tell me the time bit, and Len laughed and laughed at how small my penis was. We had such a good time. Len invited me on, a, on the jet down to D.C. to go to an NBA ceremony. On the plane we were taking off, I, I, re, I looked down and pointed out an ugly woman walking her poodle and asked Len, which one's the dog? He doubled over in laughter. We were becoming fast friends. After the D.C. stop, Len told me he needed to get back to Maryland, but I convinced him the party was just starting. Now that I had taken his measurements for his NBA rookie card, he was basically immortal. We went back to his dorm room, and we were hanging out, uh, drinking sodas with his friend Brian, when I pulled out a vial of cocaine I had purchased off the mayor of Washington, D.C. <laughs> Len was really hesitant, and I really hated doing coke alone, so I threatened to release the nude photos I had taken of him, and he fell into wow. line. Wow. We snored a few cables and were playing Super Mario Brothers when Len collapsed and had a seizure. He was pronounced dead several hours later, and I was arrested by federal agents and taken into custody. Oh, no. The agents told me they knew the coke in Len's system was mine, and that would be going to prison. 
Uh, they asked me if I had any question, and I said I only had one. I asked, what was the time? It had my penis wrapped around my <laughs> wrist. <laughs> uh, eventually, we ended up deciding that we would, pin the, uh, we would pin the whole cocaine thing on his friend Brian Tibbetts. Is, did Brian do time for that? Not for that, no. He, 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 he skated on that, but he, he was convicted to 10 years on another drug charge later. Later yeah. in life? Later in life. Not related to these charges. He did get charged for this because I guess people were very upset about Len. Mar- it was devastating yeah. to people. I was thinking that maybe uh, you teamed up with the, the feds to catch Marvin Barry. Oh, Marion? Yeah, Marion Barry. And then he, you were famously the <laughs> prostitute when he was screaming, <laughs> the bitch set you up. <laughs> oh, that would have been so good. But I was implying I bought the drugs off Marion Barry. You were a client. You weren't trying to sting. <laughs> no, we just had a business relationship. That was it. That was all. Dude, Marion Barry, very horrible things said about the Asian community. He said something bad? He said like horrible things about them. I really? Like, like I think a year ago I did a little story on my Instagram about like different corrupt politicians or something. And Marion Barry is like, I did like a good quote and a bad quote. And Marion Barry is like, oh, we're all united. And then the second quote is like, these Chinese people they just keep ruining our streets with their <laughs> weird ducks. <and laughs> <laughs> <laughs> like, so on, he's not like an enlightened beacon of progressiveness. No. <laughs> Depending on who you talk to, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, this show, you know, it does have a little bit of domestic abuse. It has it child does. love. But you know what? My favorite part of the episode was there's a scene where he is, um, he's he pretty much knows the next day is the World Cup, or the next day is the Copa Cup, and the following day he's going to be extradited. Yeah. And, and he doesn't want to be extradited, right? Cause no, there's a weird thing where, like, at times I it seemed tell. like he was going to get to go to Miami, which would be good, and he would start a new life, like he would be able to have a house. But then they do throw around extradition, which would mean he would be arrested and put on trial. Yeah. Like, at times it seems like he's going to Florida as a reward for cooperating yeah. and relocating. But again, why Why does he have to leave Chile? Mm. Like, yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? But there's the scene where he's with his security guard outside, and they're just... They're the black guy from like where was the black guy from Haiti and they were just sitting there and talking or w- just having a nice conversation drinking beers and it, I just love that scene yeah I thought that scene was really on the money because it's just like the way the immigrant guy the Haitian guy talks about being not from Chile but living there was just like oh, cool huh yeah, I like that scene did that he li- yeah I like that scene a lot he liked Chile because he did great on Tinder. Yeah, I yeah. loved him on yeah, Tinder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really like the scene where he confronted the guy about the uh, about the messed up merch, the, the gay guy that he calls the fag word. Oh yeah, they have an intense, intense fight. Sergio screams at him. He's stressed out. He's got all this money. He's trying to flee. He's trying to get a fake passport. He pulls a gun and throw it and points it at this guy's face. Dude, the guy immediately just takes the unbelievable. gun. Unbelievable! <laughs> it made me think. Like I thought that was a great scene because it's like whoa. I couldn't just pull a gun on a guy because if I was too close, he could just <laughs> wrestle it out of me, and now he has a gun that I gave him. <laughs> There's a hilarious video online of a guy like attacking another person with a bat, and the guy basically just grabs the bat out of his hand in mid-swing and then just starts attacking him. And you, well, you, There's like a moment where you can just see the other guy be like, oh, no, now he has the bat. <laughs> <laughs> but what I liked about that scene was that, like, there's all this gunplay. They're like threatening to kill each other, but at the end they just kind of like come to an understanding, and they seem to like. He like he says like you know, uh, Checho is like 
you know, I forgive you for the thing. It, it just seemed to come to like a friendly understanding at the end. Yeah. Which was uh, which was nice because I thought I was going to see someone get shot in the head. In a parking lot in Miami? <laughs> I don't know what I thought I was going to see. Yeah. I thought I might see El Diablo de, de Bebe. El Diablo de Bebe. El Diablo de Bebe. I love it. This that. is a long show. Full hour, a little over an hour. Yeah. Eight episode mini I was series. shocked that you picked such a long show. It was quite long. But it was foreign. And you yeah, like it was foreign. You usually like choose the foreign shows. I do, I do. As a Portuguese man. And we watched Normal People a couple weeks ago. That was foreign. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I like Hey, they I were like slaves. It's true. <laughs> we forgot to bring that up constantly on normal people. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. <laughs> I, I like to see foreign shows because, like, the zeitgeist gets so boring to me. Everyone watches the same things. They have the same takes. I like to get a little something new coming in so that I can have a different perspective on life, especially as someone who's become so pessimistic about America. It's good to get other perspectives. Let that that see, usually that makes you feel better. Yeah, it usually makes you feel better. Yeah, Let me I'm ask you this. We watched The Good Wife recently, and there is a Korean version. Should we have watched the Korean version? Is the Korean the original? I don't think so. No. Okay. I think the all right. All right. If, if it was Why, the did original, did Elliot Spitzer get have to step down from his position in Korea? <laughs> <laughs> if it were the original, I would say yeah, we should have watched the Korean version. Mm. I mean, in general, we could I don't watch think the Korean version though that'd be kind of fun. Well, we should watch a Korean show, but the Korean wife. When we watched <laughs> Korea Criminal See, Minds, that wasn't exactly a great. Didn't we fuck it up? We too? messed it up bad. <laughs> <laughs> this time I would send you the file so you couldn't mess right, it up. Right. We're in right. better shape now. But I wish that we watched. I think, think no one you know would be harmed by watching Actors are Korean. supposed to be the race that they portray now. Sure. Do you think that to watch the show, we should have been in Chile? To watch no. Korean yes. television, we Dude, should be in Korea. The lead actor is Colombian. That's offensive. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't know where anyone's from. The Haitian guy might have not been Haitian. Yeah, he might have no. just been from Honduras or. The, and is, does Chile? What what's Chile's government like? I think if this is any indication, it's it's, it's probably some. I forget. Chile had a big student strike. I think around this time too. About what? Um, I think stu. I don't know. They maybe the tuition went up or mascots, something. Mascots, inappropriate mascots. Yeah. No, uh, you know, a lot of not people, good sodas in the soda <laughs> machines. A lot of countries protest in in it's like over stuff that in America we just totally let fly. Yeah. We're like, oh, our bills went way up. No, let's scream about Merry Christmas. I do not have time <laughs> to ask something better for the. But like like France, they're always protesting. Portugal yes. protests. Brazil, the they're vest. always on strike. It's fascinating. We're yeah. never on strike. Yeah, people love to work here, and they're. And there's like a, you know, there's a, there's a BDI culture. There's a BDI culture and there's like an acceptance of the fact that you are only worth as much as a human being as your bank account. <laughs> oh, you know yes. what I mean? That's how we what really you, feel What in you America. can produce. Yeah. Yeah. That could be right. You think things are different in Chile? I don't know that they're different in Chile. I think I would really like to go to Chile. Is Chile known for skiing? I've, I have them in my head for some reason. I don't know, but it could be because they, they definitely have those mountains. Yeah. Tierra del Fuego. Yeah. And they're very. It's a very skinny country, so it's hilarious. It's skinny. anorexic. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It feels like they kind of just fucked over those other countries. We Chile, because yeah. they got so much. Long, they got like they coast. Got s- they got all coast. What coast about is this? Good, but very few of those countries are landlocked. Oh really? Argentina <laughs> has coast, I think. Brazil has coast. Chile, Uruguay. Are they friends or are they enemies? I don't know. I know. The, I think they're all friendly enough. They're not going to war. You know. What uh, if you could take if you could do that if you could like take like say a narrow thin strip of the U.S. and make it a separate country, where do you do it? Dude, Coast. I'd go narrow thin strip, but I wouldn't go lengthwise. I'd go like 
Cross. Oh, with? oh Cross? I'd probably grab Atlanta, uh, Birmingham, New Orleans, and then like Austin, Texas. Oh, so just just all across there. Yeah, That's yeah. all a different country. Yeah. No, no ocean? I've never even been to those places. I got the Gulf Coast, but I feel like it's just better down there. It's cheaper, you know? <laughs> I'm looking for cheap, and I'm looking for no snow. That's what I'm looking for in my <laughs> dream country. Well, I'm gonna go the I'm gonna go like the cl- like the obvious way and just go up the East Coast. Like a lot of good stuff there. You got Florida, you got Atlanta, you got North Carolina and South Carolina. I'm going the top. I'm grabbing Wyoming. Oh, sick, dude! Montana, Montana. Montana. North Dakota. That's not a bad idea. Like Alberta. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. It's connected to Canada. Alberta's in Canada, but I, gra- I agree. If you could straddle that border, that'd be pretty nice. Yeah, but, and then I'd set up huge ass walls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> To keep Trump out? Keep or tr- Americans out. Keep Mar- <laughs> Real Montanans only. Me, me and Nick O'Connor. Then you, <laughs> g- if you did that, you could start. You could have your own soccer team in the World Cup. That'd be hilarious in all Montanan <laughs> <laughs> soccer team. <laughs> I bet they'd be killed. I bet dude. they'd be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> When's when next World it's Cup is 2022? 2022. Who Cutter. won the last one? Who won the last one? Sp- uh, Germany, right? It was oh. that game that Germany beat Germany Brazil. won in 2014, seven nothing. Damn, that's pretty good. In Brazil, right? Yep. And then that was in Brazil. And then in 2018, did Germany win again? I don't. I don't think so. It says France national football team. Is that right? The French one. Dang. I got into it in 2008. I watched it heavy. 2018, I watched it heavy. It was on really early because it was it was in Europe. South I think. Africa. No, no, that's 2010. It was. 2018, though, I could usually catch the first Wait, half before I went to work because they'd be at 8 a.m. Is it every two years or every four years? Every four. Okay. Damn, yeah, that's so – that is – I mean, I guess I understand because it truly is a world championship. Right. Is it, like, the only true world championship? That I know of, yeah. Uh, it's really the only global sport as uh, well. UFC the is kind of close. UFC is all, not all of the world, but there's a lot of countries. The NBA, basketball could eventually get there, probably. Yeah, because there are countries that are competitive. China really loves basketball. Angola loves basketball. There are, yeah, Spain is a pretty good basketball team. Australia's got a good basketball yeah. team. Yeah. Will the Uyghurs be dunking on anything? <laughs> How tall are the Uyghurs generally? Do you know? <laughs> I think they, they got a better chance than soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Yao Ming, though, legend. The Uyghur national soccer team. <laughs> Yao Ming, I mean, he is a legend in China. I, be, I guess they love him. Do you over know there. what? There's a great meme that I follow on Instagram, but there's like all this. There's these like. English is a second language memes that people create that uh-huh. are about like hope that make no sense. And it's beautiful. I love that. They're so funny. And there's this one meme where it's like this this person's like, there's always somebody bigger. And it's first it's a photo of The Rock bigger than Kevin Hart. Then yeah. it's a photo of Shaq bigger than The Rock. And uh-huh. then it's a photo of Yao Ming bigger than Shaq. Shaq. But and then it's Danny DeVito <laughs> hung. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's just like, well, who's bigger than Yao Ming? You know, it does. It's not. It's. The tagline is there's always somebody bigger. It's like, n- no, the there's le- nobody bigger than Yao Ming. Yeah, the lesson is that China is the future. <laughs> China yeah, will dominate like, the world. Yao Ming doesn't need that advice. You know what I mean? If you're worth millions of dollars, you're an ambassador on an international stage for your country, and you're extremely talented, you don't really need to be told that there's always someone better than you. 
if you're living in a garage making SoundCloud rap, but you're feeling really hot on yourself because you made seventeen fifty last month and you're stunting down at the the mobile gas station buying premium for everybody and calling some guy trash, then you need to be told, hey, there's always somebody bigger because right. there you always be is. You know? yeah. yeah, that's a really good point. Do you think it's possible that we could be podcast ambassadors to other countries? Maybe I think we're growing in the Philippines. I <laughs> put those stats out. We are a growing Filipino improv. It's all podcast. our Duterte. Talk. I've been reading about. I've been deep. I, you, I, you guys have probably been able to tell that lately since the election. I've been going deep into like extreme right wing ideology and trying to learn more about it. Why are you doing that to yourself? <laughs> I, d- I find it really interesting and really correct. <laughs> Does but it ever make you feel compassion for the people who fall subject to these things, or does it make no. you feel concern? No, I, I don't feel compassion. It's the stuff is so stupid. It's vile too. It's yeah. It's it's so dumb, and it's like I I don't know how dumb you have to be to believe some of the stuff. But anyway, the guy who uh, who people think is QAnon, the founder of A-Chan, lives in the Philippines. It could be him. Why does he live in the Philippines? He's uh, on the run, dude. Yes. He knows he's too like much. Of two feet tall, right? He's got I don't severely... Know. But he's... I believe he lives in the Philippines. I mean, who knows why? Duterte. He's I close mean, with them. It could be some sexual thing. I don't know. Who knows, you know? Oh, God. Lax laws. Who go- do I they don't have know. lax laws? I don't, I don't slander the Philippines. I do think they wait. They you, they don't have lax laws on drug use. If you're an addict, they murder you. Oh, Sex du- is du- a drug. And if this guy's into poppers, he's <laughs> over. <laughs> that's Duterte. I forgot that's that's where Duterte yeah. is the strong man for. Damn, that's crazy. What I wanted to uh, mention though was that uh, the, the Harris, the FBI agent who I mentioned before, has beautiful breasts. Uh, <laughs> is your name Agent Harris? Yeah, Harris. Agent Harris from Billy, uh, from The Sopranos. That was Ooh. the name of Tony's FBI agent, Agent Harris. Oh, the g- Kevin McAllister's dad. Agent Harris eventually yeah, played Buffalo Bob from Billions. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I was watching Flight of the Concords the other day, which was made in like the early two thousands. You know, what I saw on there. Uh, Wags from Billions. Really? What? Du- yeah, Wags. Damian Lewis. No, no, Wags. Wags. Wags as like Wags from like 15 years ago. Is he from New Zealand? Dude, no, no, he's no. Remember in Said Billions yeah. when Wags like ha- was a character and not actually just a joke of a <laughs> character? Yeah, a little, a little bit. Yeah, there was a se- the first season Wags had like he had confidence and he was intimidated. Yeah, and he also had like he his his pathos. He had pathos where he was extremely depressed and covering it up with without with his like what? fun with yeah. his like fun persona. Like mm-hmm. he was like, I'm a hedonist. I like to drink and stuff, but beneath that he was extremely depressed. Right. And then in the at the end he's just like, Oh, I'm so weird. My sister's a stripper. Yeah, it was bad. But anyway, Harris, she uh she desperately needs money. Like her sister, I guess, is gonna they're gonna lose a house. She desperately needs money, but but Checho tries to bribe her with all this money, and she doesn't take it. Yeah, I don't know why. Do you think I was wondering if that was because like she's so she's morally upstanding, or if it would be just be dumb? I couldn't I couldn't place it because I've only seen this episode to know whether and it was for more reasons or intelligence the reasons. Mm-hmm. In this episode, she does both. 
she does do the morally morally good thing, and then a different narrator tells the story, <laughs> and she does the wrong thing. Yes, that's right. That's true. So it keeps it sort of ambiguous. Yeah, we don't know what happens. I love the idea of the two narrators who are just these like godlike guys talking. They're kind of like the Muppets guys. Yeah, the yeah. guys in the uh, Statler and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. I like that, and because it made me think of like what I when I was younger, I used to think that I was in a house and somebody was playing with me. And I was playing with the So you were into simulation theory as a kid. So you were playing with your guys, but then you thought, what if I'm a guy? Yes, and I'm being played with right now. I feel like (laughs) once The Sims came out, everybody had to confront that possibility. Uh, This was pre-Sims, though. Oh, you're ahead of your time. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) I was reading, or I was listening to a podcast or something, they were talking about simulation theory, and they were talking about experience they're running now to like figure out if there's any truth to simulation theory. And one of the things really interesting was that they were like, they were gonna look like up in the sky or something at like at how certain radiation like moved across the sky and if it moves like in a particular grid like pattern it's like it's almost certain like, wait, 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 this is a simulation but if it moves like in a n- more randomized way then yeah. it's probably did they get natural. it done yet I don't know I'll look, look into it well the thing with simulation theory is if you can create a simulation then we are more likely than not in the simulation yeah. because the simulation can create old infinite simulation so just from probability it's unlikely that we are the first true reality when oh, there's yeah. one true reality and there's an infinite number of simulations Ugh. and the podcast was the end of the world podcast with the guy with the guys from uh, stuff you should know it's very it was really good a uh, simulation theory doesn't freak me out that much you for wouldn't some mind being a simulation uh it doesn't change anything it doesn't change the stakes right yeah. because um, i still inhabit this body in this simulation I don't want to so – I'm in this simulation, yeah. right? Because simulation theory doesn't say, okay, if I go jump off a bridge, I get to come back in a new simulation. No, I'm still going to die, but this simulation runs on. Yeah. So I'd rather be in the simulation for as long as possible. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. It does also kind of make you feel like, no, that's n- it's nice to know. Even if you if it's, if it is true, it's like, oh, that's kind of crazy. But it's still nice to be like, well, I know. Have yeah. you guys heard about stimulation theory? Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. That's brother. where you th- that's where we're getting a blowjob in reality. <laughs> yeah. that's th- all this is just that's a the blowjob. Most, that's way unrealistic though. <laughs> it's no way that we're in the stimulation <laughs> theory. This that's an interesting idea though, that we could be all made up dolls. Podcast I also think it's not it's not a philosophical problem unless you are a religious person, right? Like if you're an atheist and you don't believe in the soul, then you have nothing to fear with simulation theory because it's it's precisely the same. You yeah. don't have a soul. You're just also not of real matter. But if you believe in the soul, as someone who I does, then it is a paradigm shift because now it's it's pretty hard to argue that a sim has a soul, you know? Yeah, but, but I could... I mean, what about a simp? <laughs> simp is a pop culture thing I'm not into. What I is don't it? get it. It's just I don't like a horny guy on the internet. I don't like people who talk about simps. It's like... it's a. It's a, it's like a worse version of the cuck thing. Yeah. They're taking themselves too seriously. What's the simp thing? It's just yeah. You're it's like, just like simping for a woman if you're nice to her. <laughs> if you're nice to a woman, simp. But it, w- but the version of nice is basically you being like, wow, you look so beautiful on like Evo Longoria's. No, dude, you know, a simp would be like, comments. oh, you took a woman out to dinner. You're such a simp. Why are you simp? I do her? believe that it like originally came out of like incel message boards culture, but then it somehow like migrated to like. Regular use, which I think is kind of funny sometimes. It started in September. No simp September. I still have no idea what that means. It just means be rude to your <laughs> wife. <laughs> Maybe it means like, you know, 
don't like act thirsty on Instagram, I guess. That would be a good thing. No thirst. No September. No thirst Thursday. Yeah. That'd be good. And you but just then you could prop up your boys. But every other day, you're just like, God damn, your ass looks hot. <laughs> <laughs> every other day of the week, right. you're so constantly. Right. That's a good point. So it should just be strictly, okay, get your thirst out on Thursday. Thirsty Thursdays. Yes. Thirsty Thursdays. And you well, just you go can't, wild. You can't do that. No, I don't. I would never. I, I just go thirsty for my wife's Instagram. You could. Yeah. Gary Owen, a comedian, does all the time. He's Whenever like, his whoa. wife posts, he'll repost it and comment, I'm tapping that. Yeah, but I mean, also because that sounds a little bizarre. The name it r- will take you back to a dark place, like smelling a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why don't we do a Deepak Chopra? Let's do a Deepak Chopra. Something you liked about the show? That's a great idea. I loved um, that scene with the uh, the guy talking about his life in uh, Chile, the mm. Haitian guy. Yeah, okay. and it's the only scene where the uh, the the El Presidente doesn't look stressed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Checho. I like Checho. I love the nicknames. I My favorite thing, I like watching an international show like this because I feel like people in the United States are so, f- like, U.S.-centric yes. that they need a reminder that civilization exists in other countries. Oh, yeah. They, like, need to be reminded that, like, other countries are not lesser, that thing that they, they always picture, I think, like, there's always a picture in people's minds of, like, they always just think about like Soviet block hellholes yeah, yeah. as every other country, but this shows that like you know Chile is a just a wonderful place. It's the same as here, dude. Santiago is probably a totally beautiful city, and tons of people live there. Yeah, and they enjoy it, and they don't need to leave. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was my uh, my buddy's fiance. She's from Finland, and <laughs> his mother was talking to someone, and his mother was like, "Oh yeah, my my son, his her, his fiance." She's in Finland, and uh, they have you know socialized medicine there. That's somehow that came up, and apparently the person went, "Oh, so they're not free." <laughs> the right, the f- only thing they said. They're not free. They're not. Oh, so they're not free. I think it says like one of the happiest people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they love to sauna, so you know they're doing good over there. All right, why don't we do my Deepak Chopra? Oh, yeah. I didn't get to do a Deepak Chopra. My Deepak Chopra is, I think that the car, the sedan that. Uh, he drives Sergio. Yes. He's kind of a very fuel efficient and modest vehicle for a wealthy man. So I appreciate both his fiscal responsibility and his environmental consideration <laughs> with his vehicular choice. Wait, isn't that the car he steals? That is the car he steals and <laughs> kidnaps his children in, but I still appreciate it. <laughs> that was another great thing about the show. Remember when we talked about, we're going back to Billions. Remember we talked about how much worse Billions got when Damien Lewis like stopped caring about his family? Yeah. He... Uh, his family was like the most important thing to him. Right. Mm-hmm. So important he would commit crimes against them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I'll be. Um, should we try and do this in Portuguese? In Spanish. Spanish. See? See? We can try. I'll be, no, I'll be no, he shouldn't. Yeah. I'll be El Presidente. You'll be Checho? No, no. I'll be the Haitian. All right. Okay. I'll be, uh, I'll be Harris, the beautiful FBI agent. I will be. The gay travel agent guy, or whatever Just he was. Hun- Presidente. You're, I mean, you're doing it too much now. Where you're trying to make him be somebody. Right. Yeah. You're right. I'll just be you're the doing gay it guy. too much. I'm sorry. He's you're being right. someone from the show. It's <laughs> fine. I don't even remember a gay ha- hairdresser. The gu- the gun guy. Yeah, gun guy. The Jack Holinda, guy. Holinda or whatever. He was a hairdresser. No, he thought he was a travel agent. He was securing <laughs> passports. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that guy was an important part. Yeah, I thought yeah. I was picturing a hairdressing scene. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember that. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll be well, boys. Thanks for uh, coming over. I I, I know you'd want to hang out with a sexy FBI agent like me. I don't. Well, I'd like to hang out with a sexy male FBI agent. What's a this full guy's body problem? inspector? 
A full. <laughs> I would love to see a full body inspector. This guy, uh, Maricon. Uh, yes, I'm a homosexual. You have a problem with me? Whoa, hey. Oh, bro. Don't you know I'm an FBI agent for the United States of America? Don't you know that that was a slur? No. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't we, know. We, we you didn't seriously know. didn't know. I you see. felt that that word had no power in this language. I mean, I, I get called that. I say that all the time in the U.S. No one cares. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, wow, you, you shot, shot my vagina. Did that hurt? You shot her in the vagina. <laughs> my vagina, yes. Oh, wait, Sorry, I'm, I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, in a Chile, it doesn't hurt. really high up. Yeah. Why is it so close to your belly button? It's not something I like to talk about. <laughs> you have a string. I Wait. do know that you someone needs to suck the bullet out though. Uh not me, brother. <laughs> not I me. Hate blood. I'm not attracted to that. Yeah, well, oh, it's not, not It's you. not about attraction. You shot me and I feel I might die unless you get yeah. the bullet out. And All right. Okay, okay. God, that was the our ruse worked. We got him to t- to go on a vagina. What? Are <laughs> you converted? You oh, I oh I don't feel like my. S- oh. Hey, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. But I'm feeling a bit woozy. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I <laughs> felt. <laughs> oh, no, no, oh, he's gonna change back. <laughs> oh, Maddie Cole, no. <laughs> All right, what do you give the show? Uh, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give El Presidente an 8.8. I thought it had high production value, a, a gripping story, and I like, I like stories about foolish men who make their lives worse 8.1 gripping color saturation great characters confusing to the point that you think about it arrested development vibes i really enjoyed it i think you had it was a six um if you're gonna watch i wish i had watched it with just the subtitles me too get away from the dub the dub was lame the dub took an l (laughs) good night everybody